South Dakota and Alabama recently became the 49th and 50th states to pass breach notification laws. So what's the impact on health care and other entities now that all 50 states have breach notification laws? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with privacy attorney Adam Green of the law firm Davis Wright Tremaine, who will provide his assessment of this latest development. So Adam, what's most significant about every state now having a breach notification law, and why do you think it took so long for all 50 states to finally pass these sorts of laws? Well, certainly it removes any remaining holes in that there are no longer any states where you don't have to look at breach notification laws. So that doesn't make things any easier. It certainly only makes things more challenging as you have to look at 50 different breach notification laws plus those of jurisdictions like Puerto Rico when you have a national breach. It also removes Texas as having what I call kind of a de facto national law. Texas has a rather strange breach notification law that provides that if you operate in Texas and your breach affects residents of another state, you have to notify them under Texas law unless that other state has its own breach notification law, which meant that in states like South Dakota, Alabama, especially Alabama being relatively close to Texas, you may have to comply with Texas law where there was no state law previously if you operated in Texas and your breach affected Alabama residents, for example. Now with these new laws having been passed, Texas really just applies to Texas residents and not residents of other states. So now, Adam, how do the state breach notification laws in general impact or relate to HIPAA's breach notification rule when it comes to health data breaches? Two big relationships. One would be the nature of the information. So At first, the state breach notification laws seemed primarily devoted to financial identity theft. And so state laws generally only would apply to things like social security number or driver's license number and not medical information. So at that point, you had many cases where something might be a breach under HIPAA, but not in any way trigger state breach notification laws because it did not have some of those financial identity theft identifiers. But that's been changing a bit of late. We're seeing more and more states where they're actually including medical information, although using various definitions of that in their state breach notification laws. So more and more, we have been seeing both HIPAA and state breach notification laws covering medical information. But the other big relationship is that most, if not all, state breach notification laws include some sort of exception for HIPAA. But what that exception looks like will vary significantly. So it could be that if you're a covered entity under HIPAA, you're exempt from the entire state breach notification law. could be that if you provide notification under HIPAA, then you are exempt from the entire breach notification law. But that might leave you, based on how you interpret the state statute, still subject to the statute if you determine under HIPAA, for example, that it's not a reportable breach, such as because there's a low probability of compromise. 
and yet it still triggers state law because maybe the state law does not have any sort of harm threshold. And so you have to look very closely at whether if you found no breach under HIPAA, whether you're exempt from the state law or have to still provide notification under the state law. And then there are yet other exemptions that are limited to the form of the notice. So, for example, a state law may say that if you provide a notice that complies with HIPAA, then your notice to consumers is deemed to satisfy the state law, but you still may have other requirements under the state law, such as more stringent timeframes or notification to a regulator like the attorney general may still be required. And so each state law is potentially a bit different in how it interacts with HIPAA. And it's important to look, pay very close attention to how broad that exemption is so that you know whether you have a time frame and whether you still have to notify a state regulator of an incident. So Adam, with that said, is it mostly non-health entities or those entities that are not covered under, under HIPAA that need to worry most about the impact of these state breach notification laws? Or is this something that everybody needs to be paying attention to and trying to figure out how they have to comply? I think everyone does. I think HIPAA-covered entities and business associates always have to be careful about what I refer to as HIPAA blinders, where they focus singularly on HIPAA and forget about other laws, such as potentially relevant state laws. Because HIPAA, for example, may provide that you have to provide notification without unreasonable delay and no later than 60 days, but the state law may have a significantly more stringent time frame. And so you you can't take state law for granted. Sometimes that may be one of the first things you have to look at versus um, looking at HIPAA. And there may even be cases where, for example, in Florida, you may decide that something is not reportable as a covered entity under both HIPAA and state law, which may be completely valid, but under Florida, you may have to actually provide your report to the Florida Department of Legal Affairs, where you essentially provide your documentation of why it was not a reportable breach under Florida law. So everyone, certainly including covered entities and business associates, have to be very cognizant of the state laws. And Adam, in your opinion, which states have the toughest breach notification laws and which ones have sort of the weakest ones at this point? I wouldn't point to any ones as potentially as particularly being weak, but certainly California has multiple breach notification laws. At my count, three. One that's kind of a general breach notification law but does include medical information one that is for government entities, and one that is specific for healthcare facilities. And that last one has always been notoriously stringent. It actually started off with requiring notice within five calendar days. That got changed to five business days, and now I believe 15 business days. But that's still certainly much more stringent. You have other laws like Florida that I mentioned, where you have to be very cognizant that things that don't qualify as a breach may still have reporting requirements to the government. And there are other states, including, I believe, uh, one of the two most recent ones, that similar requirements to report to regulators when you determine something is not reportable to consumers. So 
those are certainly ones to watch out for. If you're a business associate, some some of the laws, I think Florida has a particularly stringent time frame for notifying the, quote, owner of the information, which would generally be the covered entity. And so you want to be sensitive to state laws like Florida that have much more stringent time frames for reporting there. And Adam, aside from HIPAA in the healthcare sector, do you think we'll ever see a federal breach notification law, a national breach notification law, and why? I will admit I am often wrong when trying to predict what the future holds with respect to Congress, but plenty of times where I thought privacy and security were sufficiently bipartisan that Congress was going to create a national framework. I've been proven wrong on that. So I've grown fairly skeptical. You know, I, I think that this is relatively bipartisan area, but I don't know that there's an appetite to really pass legislation in this when we have a Congress that, frankly, is not passing much legislation these days. So I'm pretty skeptical at this point. And finally, Adam, any quick tips for entities in terms of kind of sorting through these state laws when it comes to breach notification? Anything, you know, a top sort of thing that they need to keep in mind? The most important thing is just not forgetting them and sometimes even prioritizing them because the timeframes can be more stringent than HIPAA. And it also can affect the HIPAA analysis. So in California, for example, where there's not a harm threshold, you may decide that, well, we're notifying under California law anyway, so might as well have the notice comply with HIPAA. And then it's just a question of whether you also believe it's notifiable to the Office for Civil Rights, which would potentially lead to an OCR investigation, or whether you want to decide that there's a low probability of compromise despite the fact that you're reporting anyway under California law. So sometimes it's helpful to actually do these state analyses first because it may alter your what course of action you want to take under HIPAA. Thanks, Adam. I've been speaking to attorney Adam Green. I'm Marianne Kolbezak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.